You're listening to Seen the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1976 American classic, Taxi Driver, directed by Martin Scorsese and starring Robert De Niro, Jodie Foster, Sybil Shepard. And, as ever, alongside me, three men, well, all the animals come out at night, I've got Al, I've got Joe, and I've got John. Taxi Driver. Yes, it's happening. Okay, well, we've all seen it recently. Um, saw some very strong opinions on this very strong film. Al, let's kick it off with you. Taxi Driver, man. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's it's an all-timer, isn't it? Um, I hold it in, like, I've seen, I think I watched it sort of when I was 16, maybe, when I was sort of soaking up cinema, when I was watching everything. I bought, and the only way of watching it was, I think, getting my older brother to buy a, a, a digital a re-release video that came out like digitally remastered. Um, And it's, it's just been there, you know, forever for me really. Like um, I always sort of, I I prefer it to Raging Bull. It's, 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 you know, it's more me than Raging Bull um, and Mean Streets. But um, I just adore it, man. And, And like when I think of 70s cinema, which is such an important decade for cinema, I don't think of Chinatown first. I don't even think of The Godfather first, not Jaws. For some reason, I think Taxi Driver. That's what it looks like to me. It's like the quintessential statement of 70s movie making. And, you know, I've got to clear on this. Digital revolution, you know, people fighting for film. If there's a difference, you know, I can tell so much it's film in Taxi Driver. Do you know what I mean? I can oh, it's see, beautiful, I, you know, isn't it? I can it's see so it. beautiful. It's like someone says, oh, what's the difference? I'll say, watch fucking Taxi Driver. Um, from the shot of his eyes to the closing shot of Sybil in the, like, you know, in the mirror with, you know, as he's turning the corner with the lights. It's just... It's ridiculous, isn't it? It just blows me away and it's so raw. Oh man, I love it. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. Uh John? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I echo most of what Al said there. Like, it is truly quintessential 70s. Um, and, and I mean, everything from the writing to the performance to the lighting, like the colour scheme in the film as well is so good. And not just like the neon lights from like the bars and stuff, but like the, when, he, when he first shoots that guy who's holding up the store, like the colours in that store, like all the different like cans and the drinks and stuff, like it just, just looks like a painting. Um, I think I prefer Raging Bull... Not necessarily, I don't know. I think Taxi Driver's an easier watch. Not an easy watch, but it's easier to get into. Um, It's sort of more accessible a little bit, isn't it? A bit more accessible. I think there's more meat on Raging Bull, but that's not to undermine Taxi Driver at at all. Like, um, can't really think of many films other than Raging Bull better than Taxi Driver. So, yeah, it's classic. (laughs) It's true, isn't it? I mean, it's ridiculous that we're even having this conversation, isn't it? Like, you know, it's just... The way, okay, Joe Palmer is in a very privileged position. So uh, you've never seen it before and you've watched it recently. Well, I should probably caveat, first of all, I don't love 70s cinema as much as you three. No, like nowhere near. It's it's generally like quite grim, like yeah. quite Lovely. inaccessible. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, and, and, and I like a lighter, the lighter <laughs> side of... Uh, it's not Lethal Weapon, is it? It's, it's it well, certainly it's certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> um, I liked it. I liked it. It doesn't like it. It didn't blow me away, um, but I did like it, and I thought it was you know in, like incredibly well shot. It looked amazing. Um, Jodie Foster, outstanding. 
outstanding. 12 um, years old. 12 years old, outstanding. So, so good. The, the music, unbelievably good. The music was, was The music was so sort of haunting and sinister, and I, I liked that. Um, we should look up whether Bernard Herrmann did many more of that era, because I think of Bernard Herrmann as Taxi Driver. And apart from that, I just think Vertigo and like North by Northwest and Psycho. So it's strange, isn't it? Because it was sort of later on in his career. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Joe, carry on. Uh, what else do I think about it? Uh, I mean, it's not a fun watch. It's grim, you know, it's bleak. Um, there is no hope throughout most of it. And that's why personally I don't, you know, I don't gravitate towards it that much. Uh, it, it felt strangely relevant, I thought, um, yeah. watching it back. Massively. Pl- political edge. Massively, yeah. Massively yeah. relevant. I mean, Especially what's been in the news with uh, the Capitol this week. Mm. Well, yeah, well, and also just like the idea of like doing anything for fame. Like people will just do anything for fame. Like Travis is going to like Is it fame? Is that, is that his motivation? Yeah, because I think in the sequence at the end that you can interpret as a dream sequence, some people do the ending. And like he's, you know, he's got all the stuff pinned up on the wall about like his the newspaper headlines about what he's done and stuff. And like he's well, really I was, proud I was gonna, of that. I was going to ask about that, actually, because certainly the, the Sybil Shepherd uh, taxi sequence where she's in the back, that certainly seems very dream sequence doesn't it? That's that. That's not real, is it? Are we supposed to think that's, well, that's actually I think it that says I was just going to say, I think it's there to show that he's lost his animosity towards her. He's found a sort of peace because he's done something, you know, because he sort of gives her a smile at the end, right? Rather than, because the last time they sort of interacted, he was stalking her and shit like that. I thought well, that- and she made him feel worthless as well. Yeah, but that double flashback in the mirror right at the end shot, that's what gets me. That's sort of the thing where he looks, he doubled looks and he looks again, oh, you know? The, the jump cut, it's amazing. Oh my God, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely because that, 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 I mean, sorry, I'm just going to have to waffle on about this for five minutes. I mean, for me, it, it immerses you into a world where it's grimy and the colours are visceral and the rain on the taxi driver washing away all of those colours. You see those oranges great, and yeah. reds and greens and that, and the, and the yellows of the taxi are almost sort of, painted in other scenes it, it's as beautiful you're right as Barry Lyndon but like in such a grimier dirtier way that girl Garth Avery um who Iris's life was based on is the girl in the film with with Jodie Foster the girl crossing the road with the big sunglasses so a lot oh. of that look that Jodie went with was was because of of her hard street life kid you know that, that it's shocking in as much as sport with with Jody, those scenes upstairs are just, but it's it's compelling because it's gritty and it's real and visceral, and I can't think of many other films that I admire and love and are disturbed by and come back to, and it's just, it's an, <laughs> I felt the weight of this today, so. Who wants to kick things off with uh, tax? Al, I'm looking at you, mate. Come on. Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm I'm into this. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm into really this. keen to do Taxi Driver uh, too. I'm yeah. fucking pumped, man. We're doing a Scorsese film. How exciting is this? Come on, then, babe. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, I've got it. I've got my opening. It's one of those episodes, guys. I'm, I've got my opening. So, Columbia logo. All right, here we go. The sound. The old logo. <laughs> the old logo. Yeah, well, the yeah old maybe logo. do it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe do the throwback old logo like Tarantino style, and the sound of the city and then gradually realize it's the, the audio of the last scene. It's the audio of him in the taxi with, with uh, Betsy and then bang, 
cut to his eyes and it's him traveling off from dropping her off. It's the end of the film. Bang. Start up Jackson Brown, late, late for the sky. One of my favorite songs of all time features in the original taxi driver when he's watching TV. The only time I think it's been used in a film that I know of anyway. And we go from the side of the taxi driving along, bang, Columbia Pictures presents. And we have a sort of Notting Hill, Portobello Market style scene, traveling through time as Travis ages, driving all the different models of a New York taxi. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's fun. To the credits on the side. So, you know, as, as, it, as it goes past the bus, it comes and it's now jumped 10 years and it's the next taxi. Like, you know, the one from Die Hard 3, you know, that kind of box 90s one. Mm. Then it'll be, you know, and we go and we go and we go throughout the opening titles to Late for the Sky and we get to the present day. And it's Old Man Bickle, Old De Niro, Beyond the Wheel, present day. I suppose now I started thinking about, what do you guys think? Help me out here. Bickle is, is Bickle a Trump voter? I, I get. I think he probably is. Yeah. I think he is. Yeah, yeah. So we have a fictional kind of Trump. Do you know what I mean? There's a there's a fictional Trump in power. So it's very much the world. I don't think we want to actually use Trump, but you get the picture. There's there's a very far right president in power, and he loves him. Right. Yeah, so he's all about like cleaning up the streets and doing whatever it takes to clean up, isn't it? That's yeah, exactly. And just he, just and- so I'm clear, though, you want to open Taxi Driver 2 with an homage to Notting Hill. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> so. I, I used it as a reference just hey, for you guys I'm, to, I'm to in, imagine. I'm into it's it. Not, it's not an homage. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I it's love just, it. Like, and and you see New York changing around And Richard Curtis is going to direct this, is he? (laughs) (laughs) I'm recasting. And we finally reached... uh, We finally uh, reached... Sorry, uh, you owe me me a fair. Uh, We finally reached present day and we've recast him. And it's it's called uh, Black Cab because he's actually in London now. (laughs) (laughs) Just... He's changed, he's changed city and he's changed person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, Al. So I like that. Good intro. Takes him up to present day. So he's going to be looking for something. You're right. Who's going to clean up the streets? It's getting worse, you know? No, no, it's already in power. It's already happening. So, and right. you know, there's racial undertones. I know obviously it's dated, but you know, Tra- Travis is probably, um, you know, I don't think, you know, I think he's probably a bit of a racist as well. So, um, you know, he probably would vote Trump. Anyway, so we've got this fictional Trump in. And what do you, what do you know? Betsy gets in the back of the cab and that triggers our sequel. And he looks in the mirror and they're like, oh my God. And she starts telling him about this, this rival person that uh, she's, you know, going to vote for, you know, the new, you know, in the next election, uh, the democratic uh, ticket. And uh, he's fallen for Betsy so much. He starts trying to become a better person he starts trying to you know become more left to to win her over again and maybe he this is and this is where it trails off but I had a climax of him this time with gadgets all over the cab you know like the arm the arm brace thing and stuff like that a version of that in the cab so it's a bit like a bond car and <laughs> and he drives and, he dri- and in like Times Square there's like, in Times Square or maybe now at the capital because it's so irrelevant there's like a far right rally and he drives the car into that rally and starts taking everyone out and massacres them all. Jesus, that's pretty intense. It's pretty <laughs> realistic, though. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, all right. Okay, John, do you want to come in with any thoughts? Well, all I had was taxi driver, and then so surely it's bus driver. And then that was pretty much as far as it went, really. <laughs> that's as far as it went. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Uh, I just thought you could sell it on the title alone. It sounds so shit. Bus driver. <laughs> bus driver. <laughs> yeah, just like doing a school run or something in like a little suburban town. I don't know. Can you think of any other films with the word bus in the title? No, good reason as well. I think Spike, okay. Spike Lee did a film in the night, it's called Get On The Bus, but that's the only one I can think of. Anyway, carry on. Joe, you had any immediate thoughts? Uh, I like the opening, but I'm a huge Notting Hill fan. But You lose me uh, a little bit with bringing Sybil Shepherd back in. I, I think that is a unnecessary... I think it's the kind of trap most sequels fall into is like, we've got to bring everyone that we can back from the original. And I don't think that she's actually that important because she's, it's the idea of her. I think it is important. The idea is the important thing. I think if he's he's had a relationship that didn't work out and he's got to go and he's now looking after and picking his kid up who's a teenager from... So you're going to have a fractious relationship with his ex-wife and a relationship with his son. His son maybe could be more left-leaning. He's certainly more right-leaning and it's going to be a difficult father-son relationship, you know, almost like that. Trying to be... Paternal. I, I think he's such a tragic character. I don't think he would have children either. I don't, Can you imagine marrying Travis Bickle? Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Imagine the kids. Uh, I, I, I think, I think he, what this would be is like tragic. You know, he's an old man. He's lonely. He's by and he's 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 alone out there. He's alone in this world again. And he lived that like you know, he 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 rode the sort of success or fame um you know he 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 sort of he became famous for five minutes uh that's now all sort of worn off he probably tells every person that gets into his i was taxi. gonna say do you think he's still yeah. got that newspaper clip in his yeah, taxi yeah in his but, in his taxis do you think he ever did it again i don't think so not not till now well, yeah, it could be not till now because it's the kind of thing like he'd go up and up and up and up and up in the in this sort of the, his own emotional state as he gets more famous and then he just plummets down and maybe that he's at his even lower point now. Yeah, well, I, I think I think I want to see him at a lower point. Okay, <laughs> well, <laughs> it sounds fun, doesn't it? Easy. Well, it, it's gonna be it a- does, but I think you know if it, it's certainly what gets him angry or what gets him motivated that needs to be a political angle. I think I think that's that's just a, a fair shout. So good that there's a new right wing in charge. Maybe there's a left wing contingency that's trying to muscle in that he can't understand. Oh, so yeah. maybe because because it could be that the because you know he's pissed off at all like the prostitutes and the pimps and stuff on the street. You could see him now being pissed off at like I don't know like immigrants and that he's just seeing anyone like you know immigrants into New York and he's just like pissed off with them like they're taking our job sort of thing. Yeah, lots of disturbing taxi rides where there's this subtle undertone of Oh, and of other racism. people at his work, at the, at the cab I was going to say, the, the, yes. Peter, Boy, the Peter Boyle um, character, yeah. right? Um, yeah, that wizard, could, yeah. That, yeah, like now the diner could be full of uh, immigrants and he's like, I'm the only sort of, I'm the only English-speaking taxi driver in this city, you know. And yeah, he's, yeah, you know, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe he's really pissed off at Uber. Oh, that's oh, good. No, that's good. Pal, yeah. <laughs> Forget the political thing, man. This is it. He goes. This is Uber. Uber. You've got it, Joe. He goes to war with fucking Uber. Yeah, he yeah. Start, he's a he's a serial killer. He starts taking out Uber drivers. Brilliant, brilliant. Or, uh, right. So the, the first the, the first movie uh, is all about building tension. You think he's going to build up and kill? Um, what's he called? The, the sen- senator. Yeah, senator. Senator Palantine. Yeah, Palantine. 
Valentine. So you you think that he's going to assassinate someone, and and then it flips and he doesn't, and he does something else instead. So the whole time in the second movie, you could think that he's going to base, he, you know, he's prepping and arm, uh, you know, he's getting ready to go on a full on assault of Uber <laughs> drivers across New York, and instead. You flip it and you have your ending where it ends at like the the rally where he drives the the taxi through crowds or nice something. nice love that you're leading everyone on to have his awkwardness sitting in the cafe with all Uber drivers you know getting into scuffles with them arguing with them but he's actually gearing up the whole and that's a, such a reveal that's a right part midway through reveal about his political intent about what's coming up subtle little yeah. references going on what mm. a great that's good well, Love that. and, and he can do the he can drive the the cab the cab that he's driving at the end could be an uber and then that so the ending <laughs> um the ending puts loads of questions on uber's like security measures so in a way he brings down uber through like lack of you know they're, they're not vetting people properly so in a way he's won but he's also like you know, martyred himself, killed himself. <laughs> Wait, is he an Uber driver now? Then is that what you're saying? Oh, is that the title? Uber what? driver, just oh, Uber. Yeah. Yeah, Uber. <laughs> I'm Martin Scorsese picture. <laughs> okay, so we're going to need some um, cast in this because I know the film heavily centres around uh, De Niro, but you know you've got three other major players in the original: um, Sports Betsy and Iris. So. Who we need to bring in someone. I want Nick uh, I want Nick Nolte as the right president. No. <laughs> For some reason. Uh, <laughs> love that. Or or maybe you could or go. John Voigt. John Voigt loves that. Doesn't he? I was he gonna say that the shit. other one, there's Voigt or Woods as well. James Woods. Yeah, he's a, he's yeah. a fucking Trump. Is he? I like I Nick Nick Nolte's a nice rough. You know, we've got to clean this place up. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. And um maybe you could flip it and James Woods plays the uh the democratic ticket. Well, James Woods <laughs> could play the old, maybe the old guy in a taxi rank who's looking after everyone. Is you drivers coming here? You know, and he's like, look at Travis, live up to Travis, you know? I love the way we're going down a, a sideline of having to cast James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, we I, think, I guess we'd maybe... Oh, Sean think Connery, some surely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, unfortunately not now. Um, <laughs> Leo... Um, obviously, is, is Marty's new boy, so um, maybe there's there's room for Leo as a as a hot shot Uber driver. You do you need a taxi protagonist? You need someone in there to have a relationship with him along the way. As all you know, as awkward. What was it like when you were in the city, Travis? What what did you go? Hey, you did that thing, didn't you? What's it like now? I can't believe it. What, you know? Like a younger person. Yes, you need someone for him to play off. It's like his apprentice, Zach. Efron. <laughs> <laughs> like, like jacked up. Oh, no, well. it's not Zach Efron that does the uh, Martin Scorsese, you talk, uh, the, sorry, the, the Travis, you talking to me impression in Bad Neighbours. Who does that? No, it's um, it's Franco, Dave Franco. It, it's it? Dave Franco. Um, but um, maybe, uh, maybe we could just have a Leo cameo and he plays sort of the Scorsese cameo role. He's like, just part the fucking car. Just part the fucking, yeah. part the cab. You see that bitch up there? He's like, and he's like, check out fucking Instagram and all this shit. And he's like, it's a modern day version. She's on Tinder, man. It's my ex. Well, <laughs> the taxi cab could be loads of little vignettes all the way through with just incredible people getting in and out of the cab. That could be, again, there's so much could just be played on these little moments of picking mm. people up. Because they Sounds don't like have to be Sounds like it would be, be directed involved. by Woody Allen. Well, okay. <laughs> Tennessee. What, what of Tennessee? 
you know, it doesn't have to. But I think the main thing is, from the start of the film to the end of the film, we're building up to an assassination on the president. And that's revealed halfway through. He's got animosity with immigrants and Uber drivers. And so the relationship there is sort of building up and, you know, he's picking up people along the way. And it's just, it's a long, slow burn up to violence. Maybe he feels let down by the current president. Yeah. Like he promised him a lot and he got his vote and now he's, now he's not done it. So um, yeah, he tools, he goes into the garage and he starts making his cab have like machine guns on the side and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, like 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 uh, rotating saws coming out the side and <laughs> La- laser coming out. <laughs> you know, like lasers cutting into, t- cutting into the like, tires for the car next to him. I think he reinforces it. Yeah, I think he reinforces his engine, car. It's yeah. unrealistic that we can see Robert De Niro now as what a seventy-year-old man pulling guns out of his you know sleeve as quick as he mm. did in the first movie. He turns his taxi into. A ramming machine. Yeah, exactly that. Big engine, reinforced. You ain't stopping this thing. But it's wh- going to keep 100% going. 100% we have the mohawk back. That's for sure. He, sh- he shaves yeah, his Yeah, what head. do you call that? Do you call that tuning up a car? Is that what that is called? So this is like so. tax, taxi, taxi driver two, tuned up. <laughs> tune up. <laughs> yeah, the tune up. Yeah, something like that. It's like pimp my ride. Yeah. Pimp my ride. <laughs> if it was made 20 years ago, maybe. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, get Westwood in there. <laughs> um, do you like? Do you like some of these ideas, James? So um, that's good. We've got a, you know an idea of where the story's going. Listen, this was never going to be easy, but I think it can only go one way. You know, it's just that that much of a film. Good. I like where it's going. I like some of the cast we've got. I mean, you know, I'm going to say d- director Marty. Marty's back. You would, you, uh, I mean, if there was ever a film that was synonymous with the director, with the director's vision, it's Taxi Driver. So I can't see anyone else doing it but him. Sorry, just to flip back to cast, we didn't talk about bringing Jodie Foster back in, did we? Well, you've got... I, 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 know, I know I said we weren't going to crowbar lots of like you know people in from the first one, but... Uh, what, Fos- it's either Sybil, Sybil or Jodie back. I mean, maybe, you know. maybe Jodie Foster becomes the Sybil... Uh, so it's not like it's not a love interest. It's it's like you know that that's the dreamlike uh, character that comes in. Uh, she, she basically, she always features in like dreamlike sequences in the back of his cab, and you don't hey, know if it's that's, that's real. a great mm, idea. You, you know what? That's... She could be like Elvis in True Romance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm. she could be his little guard, like his little guard. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Yeah, that's yeah. lovely. Interspersed, like sort of, yeah, interspersed throughout the film with with scenes of her being driven around in the taxi and so kind of instead of the voiceover, we have you know, yeah, littered scenes of him in the cab alone, but with Jodie Foster. Her, she could do the voiceover for the film rather than all the animals come out last night. He he could be from a like a past. He never listened, just like now, he never listens. You know. Yeah, or or it could be because because it's him writing his thoughts, isn't it? Uh, the the voiceover in the first, yes. it's, it's like his journal or diary or whatever. This could be uh, her letters to him, which are like in his head, probably. Then uh, they never he never received the actual letters, or maybe he received some of them and he's construed them in his head. But it's done throughout. It's done through her voiceover of letters to him, uh, and he's construed he's misconstrued them into like you know directions to. Uh, take out Uber drivers. 
<laughs> yeah, easily I done. Like it easily it's, done. It's, it's also more realistic than him having the kids, so he could almost see her as like the kids. Like yeah, he's dreaming lovely. of her as the kids that he, the kids that he never had. Yeah, love it, love it. Well, lovely. I can't, I can't see why Martin Scorsese wouldn't be in. No. Well, no. Apparently, I was reading that Robert De Niro is really keen to do a sequel, but Scorsese thinks it's an absolutely terrible idea and would never do it. Well, De Niro would do anything, unfortunately, won't he? Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. um, but, well, listen, again, maybe <laughs> Trader will, you know, get a script out the bag and they'll have to do it, you know. I, um, well, he um, doesn't absolutely. like the idea either, apparently. I heard he was living in his car when he wrote Taxi Driver, and then it changed his life, so... Um, who knows? That's pretty Who method, knows? Isn't you it? know, you can obviously pull okay. the script out quite right. easily. So we'll say, we'll say Scorsese, if he'll do it, and if not, I mean, ob- we know Todd Phillips will do it. <laughs> what? Cohen what? Brothers. No, well, like, you, you can't have another auteur legend takeover, right. can you? I guess. No, probably Who's not. Who's a more modern day Scorsese, do you think? Respected? No one. There is no, there is only one. <laughs> there is only one Scorsese. Unless Tarantino did it. Noah Bauenbach. I think Tarantino's version would be like too cool, though, wouldn't it? Not yeah, like far, pure yeah, gritty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It'll, be, it'll be too serious. Noah Bauenbach. It's not. It's not. What about <laughs> your um, uncut gems, guys? What oh, shout? The Safdie yeah. brothers. What yeah, a that's shout. a very good shout. Yeah, so like, I, mean, I mean, they make they well. make an incredible, intense film. I tell you what, you want to know something? Marty Scorsese, executive producer of Uncut Gems. Oh, the relationship is there. Oh, look at this. The relationship is there. Oh, okay, so we've got the bones of a story. We've got some cast ideas. We've got some director ideas. What's it called? Bus driver. Even just still gets that title. <laughs> um, Uber reckon, driver. Uh, taxi driver to war on Uber. I can't. Ta- do you want the Uber two in wars. there, do you? Uber. Uh, I, I, I don't think I. I mean, yeah, like like Joker. We we had it for that, but I think this is um, a bit wank. But part two, taxi Tax driver, tr- part two. Whoa. What you think we're gonna get a part three? I don't know, <sighs> oh, man. Yeah. Got got to round out the trilogy now. Bus <laughs> yeah. driver, part three. <laughs> part three, bus driver. Okay. Okay. I'll, taxi I'll driver, part two. part two. Well, it's it's a brave man who will take on the pitch. But I think there is only one man for the job. In a world where sound effects are everything. Al, I'm looking at you. In a world where Al feels the pressure. Um, (laughs) Okay, Columbia logo. City sound effects. I don't know what that was. Some sort of, someone ringing the bell in the bus. Not not, not, not the Columbia I remember. Uh, but yeah lasers yeah anyway sound of new york city um we have my jackson brown late for the sky opening the yes joe the notting hill homage um um, and we see every model of taxi from the time of the original taxi driver to the present day um you know as the tax as the new york taxi evolves and obviously we see the city evolving around it and we see um uh, De Niro, uh, Travis Bickle aging, and um, then we uh, we finally join him, and we we start re- realizing that there is a, a Trump esque uh, far right president in that he loved, he absolutely loved him, he he, he rallied for him, he, you know, he volunteered for him, he was so behind him, and that man is played by Nick Nolte, Scorsese's old friend from uh, they worked together at uh, Cape Fear. 
So, Bickle's annoyed. He's annoyed of all the Uber drivers, all the immigrants. <laughs> yeah, the world's changed. He, he absolutely hates it. He has an estranged relationship with... Oh, is he married? Uh, no, he's not married. He's uh, He had a girlfriend once who, you know, doesn't talk to him anymore. Um the only thing getting him through is his uh, is his imagination uh, giving him the company of Iris, an adult Iris, um, you know, who's sort of on his shoulder all the time. But she's trying to talk him off the ledge, but he can't get off the ledge. He's so disappointed in this president. He's so disappointed. He's pondering about voting for the far left, uh, the Democratic guy next time, played by James Woods. We had to get him in. For some reason, we felt that. We had to get James Woods in. <laughs> I don't know why. Also worked with uh, Scorsese before in... Uh, uh, casino. So um, there's a little scene with Leo who comes in and says, you know, just like uh, Scorsese did the first time when he's like, you know, what a magnum will do to a woman's face. That you should see. Very disturbing scene. This time it's Leo showing him Tinder and shit. Um, okay. <laughs> As he gets more and more angry, we start to see he's tuning up the car. He takes it into the garage. It gets a better, um, gets a better engine for it. It's like a bit of a Fast and Furious kind of thing. Gets the Noz shit. Um, and then... <laughs> Gets no shit. Starts to, you know, starts shaving his head. We get a nice fucking reveal of old man De Niro with the mohawk again, with the sunglasses Ripped. on. With the sunglasses on, yeah, Brilliant. yeah. Um, I'm glad, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, he's, we, we, I'll tell you what we don't have. We don't have another scene of him, like, looking out the window saying, are you talking to me? Never comes back into it. We're not that kind of sequel. We're better than that. Okay, because this is a written and directed by the Safdie brothers. It's class, it's intense, and we tool up the car. He drives it over Brooklyn Bridge. He goes on a road trip down to Washington, down to the far... Oh, we're building it up through tension that he's actually going to take out Uber drivers. He's building a plan to, <laughs> ki to kill Uber drivers. But we reveal he's not. We're like, he gets in the tooled up car, doesn't go after Uber drivers, goes across Brooklyn Bridge, takes a road trip down to Washington on the NOS, <laughs> down the fucking freeway. Um... Rives and there's a big rally in um, on like the Washington Mall and he drives the taxi cab straight into it, kills a load of people. This time goes to jail? I don't know. It sounds like, I don't know how he's going to get away with it. Um, I don't think it, he's going to be shot, isn't he? Maybe, maybe this time he gets shot, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I, I think it would make shot sense and kills. So when, we, so when we said we're doing part three, it is bus driver, but it's about someone completely different. Well, maybe, <laughs> the, close, the, maybe the closing shot is a close-up of De Niro's bloodied face and then uh, and then his hand like just twitches and then... <laughs> Cut to, cut to black. So oh, be continued. <laughs> well done. Well done, everyone. Okay, well, they say less is more, and I think we've just about gone as far as we can with this sequel. But we did it. We did it. There you go to Taxi Driver Part 2. Um, what would you have done? I mean, how would you have taken on such a film? I'm sure you would disagree, maybe agree, but I'm sure a lot of you disagree with what we've done, so hit us up. Uh, let us know what you think, guys. Look, I know if you can rate us five stars that'd be great but it's just great having you along for the ride we look forward to seeing you in the next one cheers guys <laughs>